Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. So we were recently on the Hot Takes and Deep Dives podcast. We were. And shortly after, our friend Jess, who does that show, was invited to the upcoming Watch What Happens Live with Jenna Lyons and Julia Fox. That has not even aired as you listen to this episode in all likelihood. It's airing Sunday night. Yes, but it has been announced. Yes. So we have a short dispatch from her time there that we want you all to listen to, then we'll respond. Yes. Okay, boys, I got home about an hour ago and I'm ready to report from this evening's taping of Watch What Happens Live with Jenna Lyons and Julia Fox. Now, this was filmed on Monday. Today is October 9th. This will not air until Sunday. So we're very far from quote unquote live at this point. Um, Second off, not only was Jenna there, Bryn, Jessel, and Uba were all backstage and they came out and like hung out with us, took photos, but they never came out during the show, which really surprised me. Now we go into the audience and you can ask as many questions as you want to Andy. So the first thing I asked him was, was, is there any coming back for Bethany? And he goes, coming back where? And I said, into your world. And he said, No, because she's done a pretty good job of burning the world down. So that was number one. And then some other questions were asked. And then I piped, he goes, anybody else? I piped up again, asked, would he ever consider Lindsay Hubbard for Roni? And he said, he thought about it and he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, it seems like she's ready. And then finally, during the taping, and if they cut this out, I will fall into a million pieces. During the taping, Jenna points to my friend Carolyn and I, Carolyn with the pink hair. It, is her, it was her live show where we put this into the ether that she should go on to Roni. Jenna notices us in the audience, points to us, and says it was at that taping of that podcast. And I mean, I kind of... For a minute, like, I, I didn't know if the camera was going to, like, swivel around and show us. Like, I'm in a full gasp during that moment. Like, I was clenching my friend Carolyn. If this gets cut out, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. We just got three... Big scoops. Big scoops. Three and a half, I would say. Three and a half. The dream team being there is, like, the half. Oh, the dream team's the half. I mean, we saw that on social. Yeah. Um, But it's... I, at that point, like when we heard it from Jess, I don't think we knew that. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Uh, number one, Bethany. 
Andy has not really chimed in a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to like the recent Bethany ongoings. So, so for him to say, granted to like a small, not filmed crowd. Though these are filmed and sometimes land on YouTube or on social. I, but I would imagine this this would not. Sure. But he has to know that it's all... Uh, fair game. Yeah. Right? Uh, for him to say, like, she burned the world down, this will be 20 Bethany resp- TikTok responses. Exactly. And... 10 podcasts and <laughs> 10 podcasts. So there's that maybe like the, the biggest shocker to me really is the Lindsay Hubbard. Yeah. Cause you would think he wouldn't be down for that in like a snooky sort of way in a snooky sort of way. But I do think it's time. I do think not to sound like relationship, focused but it made more sense for her to join roni if she actually got married to carl not that like i'm not saying this in a you need to be a housewife to be a real housewife way but i think like there's more story to tell on summer house with Lindsay. you think at this point haven't we seen all this story before well now that she's back in Danielle's good graces and everything. I know, but don't you think there'd be interesting story to tell of like her going and joining the like two single girls on Roni and like her and Bryn snook in the night. Don't roll your eyes at me. I there, there's stories to tell, but I think <clears throat> to me, the more interesting story is Danielle and Lindsay. Cause you need to remember like they made up leading into the season. So Danielle friend of, but like, we don't have a Danielle, Lindsay, true sisterhood for the season that will air in, like, the spring. I know, but there... Don't you think there will be a sadness of Lindsay re-entering that summer house? Yeah, I, but I think that's the point, Yolanda. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think agree to disagree on this up one. To, up for debate. Sure. Sound off in the comments below. Yeah. And then number three, I would say you need to go back to when Jess was on a month or two ago and listen to the full story yeah, as to how uh, Jenna Lyons ended up on Roni. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a very interesting story. It's great. Um, and let's segue that into us being on Jess's podcast because that was a fun time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you famously don't like to listen to us, but you did go back and listen to our episode. Oh, Jess. yeah. I Yeah, I usually don't, but... It, I think <laughs> our episode with Jess was interesting and fun because it was like different than what we usually talk about. So it was very, you described it as like a supersized, supersized Patreon pre-show. Yes. Where we just like are talking about whatever we want to talk about. Well, what Jess wanted us oh, to yeah. talk oh, about. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. She was she was guiding us. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we talked about like our New York favorites. We talked about Bravo stuff. We talked about like all kinds of stuff. Travel. We tried to convince Jess that Brooklyn isn't that scary. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Jess. You made it sound like, like we're dragging you here or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So check that out. It's the most recent episode. And the episode before us was with Melissa Etheridge. So. so wow. <laughs> our opener. <laughs> I mean, the second time we've been right around mm. a pop star when oh, on yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Housewives and me. We sandwiched Samantha Mumba that one time. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. Bring that back. Bring that back. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. So that's what's going on. We've got we've got three shows this week. And strangely enough, like next week we're only going to have two. Isn't that wild? Uh, before the floodgates open. I know. It's going to be like calm before the storm. The calm before the storm. So let's do... Let's do Roni first, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got Roni. And my opening question is, who is filming Bryn? While she has COVID? While she has COVID on a phone. Also my thought as well. <laughs> <laughs> is this Gideon? Uh, is it? Visions of Gideon? It, she's on the phone with brother, so it's not brother. 
I don't know. Cause, and it's not tripod because the camera's in motion. And the, when the camera's in motion, it stays in motion. As maybe, Thomas Jefferson said. Maybe she's got AI. <laughs> is, this a, is this an AI film scene? Or like a robot. Maybe it's the Eric Adams robot helping her. The, the police robot? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then also, wasn't the gag of the season, I cannot film in my home. Granted, I'm sure that means like film crew. Yeah. But like, you could film like on your iPhone in a home. It's wild. There's no rules here. Oh, but you know what? Like the Pioneer Woman was filming on iPhone. So this is like iPhone footage. What? So like the Pioneer Woman. Yeah. During COVID was filming on iPhones. So like the whoever was filming this, is this is just an iPhone. Yeah. Like no biggie. Yeah, a lot of people were filming on iPhones during COVID. Yeah. No, but I'm just like thinking, like the first thing that comes to mind is Pioneer Woman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like the the confessionals, like that the all the housewives did. But those those actually looked bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this did not look bad. Okay. Yeah, and not neither did the Pioneer Woman. Okay. That was like <laughs> a deep cut that I really needed to be explained to all me because right, right. I'm not like watching that every Saturday. Yeah. Well. I think that's a mistake on your part. Okay. Like, there's actually, Just because she comments on your photos sometimes. There's actually not a better show to watch Saturday morning, breakfast, maybe a little hungover, maybe not. Maybe you just stayed in on Friday. But okay. like either way, with your coffee, paying attention half up, half down. Okay. I love Re, but I could think of like probably 20 what other shows that are watching on a Saturday better? morning? Actually, I'm usually just like alone mm, with my thoughts. Sitting in silence. Or like I... Oh, you're on the phone with Mary Lou. I'm, well, yeah. Usually I'm having a phone call or like mm. putting... I'm saying, Alexa, play such and such. Oh, I have a question from the audience. Mary Lou, is that like an everyday thing or is it Saturday? Me calling my mom? Yeah. It's... Okay. So it's a few times during the week. Oh, okay. And then usually a Saturday morning, maybe a Sunday morning. Oh, okay. What about you? No, I'm just, so, uh, I'm Monday morning. Okay. And Alex is Friday afternoon. Okay. Yeah. So oh, we're constantly checking. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if, if like, if the week requires it, like there will be like an extra day or two. Okay. But our marathon is Saturday <laughs> morning usually, and it could last for hours. Except if she's playing pickleball. Well, she sometimes is coming back from playing pickleball. Okay. Yeah. And then sometimes we'll hit each other like when we're on our <laughs> walks and I don't know. No, you're always walking. Okay. Uh, Ubahat model. That's fine. I mean, are we going to go to mm-hmm. that restaurant? Oh, well, that's a different, that's a different conversation. I'm talking about Ubahat as a model. Oh yeah. Uh, Ubaha Beatnik. Do you know what Beatnik is? I've As heard someone of it. like in the city, I looked it up. There's multiple locations. And there's one in Boston. And there's one in Boston. Mm-hmm. We are. We don't want investors. If there's one thing Uba does not want, it's an investor. Which like I've never heard someone say this before. But like the point of a business is an investor. I think so. I mean Shark Tank. Hello. 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 Maybe that's like bad and that's capitalism and we mm. need to get away from that like Uba. no i i think she, what she was saying is like i don't want to have to worry about like about my responsibility but i'm sorry i don't think like i think she's just really the the face of it i don't think she's cooking up the actual uba hot who do you think's cooking it up she hired someone to do that i'm sure yeah but she probably, do you think that was like a one-time payment or something? Well, you can order it on her website and I also think Amazon right now. Okay. So like, it's to order, maybe. <laughs> okay. I think like she, I don't know anything about business, so I can't say anything. Mm. But I think she had like obviously early success with like getting on Oprah's oh, favorite things yeah, yeah. list like very early. And maybe that started like a little boom in her business, right? Okay. And so maybe she's like, oh, I don't need investors because if I can just get like 
people to help me. And she even says this about uh, this restaurant. Like, mm. I just need some like helpers to help get me places. So as Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. <laughs> so they'll be either Oprah or at this random restaurant in like Flatiron. So, so, okay. So, 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 so Beatnik. They were, they actually, back when this was being filmed, released an Uba product. And then it went away, obviously, because mm-hmm. this was months and months ago. And as people were watching this, they were like, oh, there's not an Uba product right now. Mm-hmm. And I think in the course of the past week... They added one back? They brought back the Uba bowl. <laughs> Should we go get it? I, I want to get it. I... I'm going to say it is an interesting combo of ingredients. Sure. And I don't even know if Ubaha is one of the listed ingredients either. It wasn't listed, but I assume it's I would, somehow incorporated. Yeah, I would assume it's maybe baked into it all. Or like you just get Ubaha on the side. We've got like, we've got rice. We've got a banana. We've got beans. We've got a salsa. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've got like a little greenery on top. I actually... That doesn't sound that bad to me. Yeah. I, I'm I'm going to like save judgment until I have it, but I do sure. think we should do a field trip. Also, affordable price point, $12.95 for a bowl in uh, this economy? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Of course. In of, Manhattan? Of course, if you're going somewhere. But like my brain is always like, from my cooker boy perspective of like, Price per meal as I'm buying my groceries. Well, think about this. I know you invest in sweet green. You mm. walk into sweet green, you're paying <laughs> 20 bucks. Easy. I'm investing, but I'm not, I'm not paying. <laughs> I know, but you've got to look back at what you're investing at, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I need to be investing in myself. Chipotle, <laughs> it used to be like 12 bucks to get a bowl. Now it's 17. Hmm. No way. I don't, I've been to Chipotle. There's no, it's not 17. Oh. Unless you're getting guac as extra. Nope. Nope. You're getting, are you getting double meat? Try going. I'm, I'm, I've been going. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Sai and her aunt, which I gotta say like. It's like, we need more of this from Sai. It's a good look on Sai. Yes. <laughs> the book that she gave her aunt. That was actually so cute. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, of her mom's artwork, which is the aunt's sister. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely need more of this. I was actually surprised like the daughter wasn't involved because like wasn't the daughter told about this event? We were at set Mia's. up. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. Like three generations. I mean, that's what we like to see. We like to see three generations. Okay, we got Jenna and Beckett going glasses shopping. I love this. So going into this, like I thought we would see nothing of Jenna's like private life. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually like shocked to see Beckett in the flesh. And just like trying on glasses is one of the funnest activities you can do. Mm. Yeah. And now that she she has like her glasses person who like pre picks things for her and he gets to try and Beckett gets trying glasses. Okay. Not to tell Jenna Lyons how to run a business, but Release the, a glasses line. The fact that she does not have her own glasses line. So stupid. We're leaving money on the table. Yeah. <laughs> like, she would make a fucking killing. <laughs> like, there are so many, like, people who have been introduced to Jenna Lyons through Roni mm. who, like, I bet you would run and not walk to, like, Jenna Lyons. Bring her back to J. Crew. Do a glasses oh. line in J. Crew. J. Crew loves. A partnership. Yeah. They love doing like a, a New Balance partnership, a Nike partnership, uh, partnership left and right. Yeah. Or let's do like Jenna Lyons for Ray-Ban. Jenna Lyons for Warby. Yeah, Warby. Um, I don't... Wow. <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, I do... I am fascinated by like Beckett City Kid. Because I'm seeing like flashes of myself in that. Okay. You know what I mean? Representation does matter. <laughs> I love seeing city kids. I love seeing Beckett divorced kid. A divorced I'm seeing, kid. I'm seeing myself in that. Week on, week off. We didn't have that. I know. Yeah. It was like I was with my mom and then we'd get sent down to my dad's every once in a while. I know. I know. <laughs> but I gotta say like that feels less stressful than week on, week off. Yeah. Because like you're constantly going back and forth. 
Yeah, I mean, like going to my dad's was like vacation. Yeah, it was yeah. a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I can't believe we're at Swingers already. I'm in hell. Have <laughs> you like, been? No, but you've been. I've been. Okay, set the scene. So should Sai have eaten beforehand? <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of food there. Probably. Did you eat? No, mm. but it's like we went. So it's actually weirdly close to my office. It's on 29th mm. and Broadway. Oh. In Manhattan. Are you doxing yourself? Yeah. I, <laughs> you can Google my office. Um, and it's a downstairs space, which a lot of Manhattan things are. And it's actually a pretty nice big space for what it is. Mm. Um, but it's like when you're mini golfing, you're like, you kind of are on top of everyone. But it's fine because you're, you're cocktailing and it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I have been there once. I would go again. Did maybe, you golf? Yeah. Did you win? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Or maybe I did. No, because I was with like, Jamie's brother was there and I assume mm. he maybe won. Straight. Hat man, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was fun. I'd go probably like once a year. Okay. So, Sai comes in looking to fight. It's... You would think somebody like, like who was kind of media trained like her like would just like kind of get it a little more. Yeah, it's very much she's producing, but this is not like a Heather Dibro producer. This is not a Tamara Barney Judge producer. It kind of is Tamara Barney Judge. It's Jill Zarin season three producing. Mean thinking that you're going to come out on top and you actually burn down your own world. But even like Jill Zarin season three, there's like a level of iconic iconography in there and like there's no iconography here yeah but when we were in it with jill then did we know that the iconic no uh, i knew i don't know i think i knew (laughs) i think we only knew like hi well because at least we already knew jill it's it's not like we're meeting this woman who is coming on as producer yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah okay i gotta say jessel looks so cute in her uh middle part Bump up in the back hairdo. She always looks so cute. She looks, she actually like is the best dressed. Oh, of the cast. So, like, when Andy Cohen asks Uba Hot, like, who's more stylish, Sai or Jessel? The answer is actually Jessel. Jessel. Actually, I'm saying Jenna's number one, Jessel's mm, number two. Okay. And I know that you disagree about Jenna because you hate her jeans. <laughs> you're, you're like, Painting this picture of me just based on my reaction to the reunion. You like went after it for like a week. I went after her. I went after her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In various group chats. Cause I'm in, I'm probably in like six group the, chats. With okay. You. But the group, it's not like the group chats are all talking to each other. It's just you who is privy to. Well, yeah, no. So I know your level of vitriol. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Okay. Vietnam. If we don't go to Vietnam next year, I swear to God. Right? We gotta go. Oh, yeah. Not we. Like, not <laughs> you and me. <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah, of the Roni girl. Yeah, of course. We need that, Bon Me. That's their trip. It better be. Is to Vietnam. Yeah. There's, there's no world, whether it's whether the world is only newcast or if like what people are saying, the idea of mix the old and the new. Sure. I would say there's no world where Jessel is not back. Of course. And <laughs> we go to Vietnam. It's the husbands are invited and it's Pavit, Jessel and Jenna sitting in first <laughs> and everyone else in economy. You should have gotten the fucking points yeah. dummy. Should have gotten the miles. Ding dong. Oh my god. Size husband. What he's the only husband I don't know the name. David? David. Oh, I could do a husband game better than I could do a kid's oh game. Oh my well we'll save that for another <laughs> time. <laughs> oh my did we mention that? Patreon bonus episode. In honor of Gina Kirschneider. Name her children. <laughs> Dan Sabotage Man did a weird game where I had to name children and I flopped. Jerry okay. Cedriche. Name her children. I bet you can do that. Sure. But you need to tr- tune into the bonus episode and see if you can name the rest of the children. Sure, yeah. And yeah, see yeah. if Brendan could name the rest of the children. 
Okay, okay, okay. Some Back. of my favorite families, I can't name their children. <laughs> some, of the, some of the best families on this planet, you cannot name the children. Okay. So, Papa has to answer for himself, which I think he does. And it's also like, do you want, do you want to like clean my toilets? Do you want to do my grocery shopping? Like, do you want to like control every thing that's going on in my household? Like, what do you care yeah. if I am flying to Vietnam? <laughs> yeah. Pavit's like, what? I like his attitude during this entire scene. Cause he's just like, confused. what, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's kind of like, why am I with these like two weird men <laughs> yeah. who are like kind of creeps? They are like, Roo, Roo, pick me, pick me, Roo. Like they're like lip syncing for their lives, acting like weirdos. And they're the ones who had that weird fucking weird sexual dinner scene the mm. last episode. Which I think inspired the, the selection of this location, Swingers. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then when Ubahat enters and says, everybody, why did you pick these bitches? And like, I'm sorry, no one had a great answer. So for us to be acting like Pavit's answer was like so strange Mm -hmm. and bad, it's like, actually none of you really sold me. Yeah. And of the three couples... I like the vibes of Pavit and Jessel the most. Me too. Also, it's like, at this point, why are we still doing the let's go around in a circle and answer a prompt? Mm, you know? Well, because... We're still in freshman year, so we're doing icebreakers. Despite the fact that, like... I don't know if you pick up on this while you're watching, but I do. Like, the way that they talk about each other is if, like, they're... Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. We're lifelong friends. I would never expect this from you. Yeah. I would never expect this from you. I didn't even know you <laughs> six months ago. What are I you know. talking about? <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, I want to like drag Sai a little bit more. Sure. Um, you may drag. <laughs> I may drag. Okay. When Sai referred to the lunch as it could have been a phone call. That's not the point of the show. Ma'am, we're filming television. Yeah. What what are you talking about? <laughs> like, nothing is a telephone call. In fact, like, you and Aaron talking about the lunch should not have been a telephone call. Yeah. And I love Jessel being like, well, who doesn't love a lunch? Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. <laughs> Jessel icon. It is, like, so... It's so interesting. And we spoke on Jessel, like... Mm when we were first starting to watch the mm. show and we ourselves said like, Oh, she's the one who like, like when the story about her puking at the premiere, oh, came out, yeah. we were like, Oh, well she's the one who kind of needs the press because she's the one who's she popped like, the least is popping the least flash forward now. <laughs> yeah. And she's like fan favorite, like queen of Bravo. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, then we got that little scene near the end with Jenna, mm-hmm. Bryn, and Jessel and Pavet. So Bryn finally joining us back after two episodes. I know. I the producers were like, "Okay, we need it's an emergency. We need Jenna and Bryn over to Jessel and Pavet's now." I, I cannot believe like COVID is striking as hard as it is this season. I know. We had an Uba COVID. We had a Bryn COVID. Because like... Jenna's flying out of the country left and right. Scotland. I was like, is she going to film Traders? She's <laughs> <laughs> filming Traders <laughs> season two. Uh, yeah. It's... When we're at Swingers, I'm like, even though we have the husbands there, I'm like, we need more people in the room. I will say this episode was a lot better than last week's episode. Yes. I thought. Last week was super Torture. sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. Next week's the finale. Thank God. (laughs) It's a quote from a singer. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Okay. Uh, shall we do Shall we do Salt Lake City? Of course. Can you believe Salt Lake City is getting worse ratings than Roni? Uh, Injustices in this world. I just wonder <laughs> about the peacock of it all. Even though like other franchises got good live ratings earlier, I just mm. don't know. Mm. I I don't know. I don't know how ratings work. I don't know how ratings work. Because Salt Lake is getting a ton of buzz mm. on the internet. So I guess let's just get into the episode. Sure. Which is a to be continued. We left last week with Angie storming off to Meredith. Mm-hmm. And I gotta give, I gotta give it to her. Angie's kind of like proving herself. I think Angie is actually getting better as the season goes. I know, like, people thought she was a flopiana, but yeah. I, I don't know. This episode, she kind of gave it. <laughs> like chasing Meredith around this party. <laughs> yeah. We love a good chase. Uh, then cornering her with Whitney and Monica taking a front row seat to the confrontation. Mm-hmm. Monica was eating like one of those like ice pop, icicle pops. Or like, uh, like rock like candy, rock candy, like on yeah. a stick. Yeah. That you, you used to get at like the beach or whatever but, when you were growing up. I'm sorry. Isn't that just sugar on a stick? Yeah, of course. What Which, do you think most candy is? Well, okay. So to me that I would derive more joy from like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Sure. Than just like sucking on sugar on a stick. Sure. I sometimes keep Reese's peanut butter cups in my refrigerator, unfortunately. Move it to the freezer. No, I actually had them in oh. the freezer and I recently moved them to Ooh. the refrigerator. We relocated. Because the freezer sometimes, it gets too cold. Mm. <laughs> it's not as enjoyable. Okay. Good to know. Are we going to get the pumpkins is the question. Ooh, I might. The pumpkins and the eggs. Those are the two girls. Yeah, it's like there's there's a debate about this. Mm. And I'm not on either side of the debate because I like all. Mm. But the people sometimes think the pumpkins are too much peanut butter. But I like I like both Ooh, variations. I, I didn't realize like I'm not I I wanna like cut them I wanna like save both and then cut them open. Like I'm not sure there's that big of a differentiation. There is. Oh. Yeah. If anything, I would assume the egg would be more peanut butter. It, the pumpkins and the eggs are both more peanut butter than the regular Reese's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, and I thought you were talking about like one to one egg to pumpkin. Oh no, no, no. no I meant no. sorry. I meant the pump, the seasonal versus yes, the yes, 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 regular. Of course. Oh no, for sure, regular is more chocolate. But I kind of like enjoy the luxury of more peanut butter in the seasonal. Yeah, I'm a peanut butter girl. Mm. My God, just sometimes you got to come home, open the fridge. Take the peanut butter out of the fridge. Sure. Teaspoon. Go to town. Yeah. 
Be careful because you could choke. <laughs> I'll be careful. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Meredith is running away from Angie. What she does best. Well, that's like her signature move. Lands with Lisa and Mary. And Lisa being like, you guys, I'm so glad we're all together. I'm so glad. I'm <laughs> laughing. Lisa j- just makes me laugh. She is an alien on this earth and I love her. Mm. Actually, most of these women are aliens on this earth. Oh, yeah. This is alien. I'm pretty sure they took some specimens from <laughs> Area 51 in Roswell. <laughs> put some wigs on them. And we're like, yeah. hey, do a show. It's giving Katherine Heigl. <laughs> it's giving... Uh, Sherry Appleby. Yeah. Aliens Among Us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got to give Angie credit bringing back up blowjobs for jazz tickets. Something she was not even present for. Yeah. But then people are also pointing out the fact that Angie started a gay rumor mm. last year. Well, who amongst us? <laughs> Not me. I love starting gay rumors. <laughs> uh, okay. So, to me, the funny part is, is like everyone's mad at everyone, but no one's mad at Monica, who's the one who's actually saying it on camera. True. And then also, like, so that's like regular brain. And then galaxy brain is nobody's it's mad, mad at, at Whitney. Whitney. For being the little shit stirrer to make her say it on camera. Well, yeah, she's stirring more shit than Heather and Gina did in uh, Montana. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Heather, she's... Give a second. (laughs) Okay. And then when Whitney's talking about the rumors to Heather Gay, Heather Gay's like, oh, yeah, of course I've heard this. wild she's putting the gay and other gay and then she goes on this thing about how like when a guy wears a cardigan to a family reunion in utah everyone <laughs> always, him gay. yeah oh my god Which there is something to that because i remember when i started wearing cardigans mm. in like 2005 mm. very taylor swift of you yeah i invented <laughs> she wrote that song about me yeah okay and then we get to mary being a terrorist which we'll get to even more later. Sure, yes. But I got to say, I did laugh when like, she's asking Lisa for the food. And then Monica says, yeah, we just like need a, we just need a, like, a fresh pizza right now. <laughs> and Mary says to her, okay, but you can order your own. <laughs> but then she goes on to like terrorize the wait staff. She is just... A terrible person. Yeah. She really is a mean, terrible person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't laugh at that one. Sure. <laughs> Am I bad for laughing? No, no. That's the thing. I think that's the relationship we all have to Mary right now. It's like, mm. what do we do with a terrible person that makes us laugh? Yeah. What do we do with that? I and- I mean, a, a lot of people in this country would elect them president. Mm. Not us. Okay. So I, I want... Us to roll footage on Come Through Queen, eight years of footage, and say, I said, I don't want Mary back. Same. And I don't think, like, she is the reason why I'm enjoying this season. And thus, we really actually did not need her back. We didn't need her, but she... She is serving a good purpose for the show. She's rising to the top in a lot of people's minds. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, this actually, I only noticed during my second viewing of this episode when like Meredith's about to leave with Kathy and then like Angie steamrolls past Meredith and says, I feel so sorry for you that you feel so miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I actually laughed. Like Angie can't sell a line, but like what she She said was funny. She did give a line, but she can't sell a line. Um, the Kathy being like a vaguely Kathy Hilton lookalike. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like Kathy Hilton and like a little bit of a, I don't even know. It's like Kathy Hilton, but like with no glamour. Kathy Hilton mixed with Catherine Edwards from the, at one half a season of Beverly Hills. Okay, okay. Okay, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I think it's worth jumping ahead since we're talking about the two of them. I don't really understand like the production choice 
of talking about the the car accident with like a comedy with Kathy. Yeah. Like making it look like a comedy and it's like actually like in those kind of conditions it can be very scary to lose control of your car even if you like land safely in a snowbank. I I just don't even understand like the storytelling of it. Like why include this in the episode? I don't know. It was weird and then like even like them chironing it, Meredith, Meredith's quote, quote unquote, accident. Yeah, yeah. But there's like, so they're doing like recreated footage. They're like putting a scream into it. They're it was, spending cameras. It was weird and wild. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Angie K's house. Angie K waking up the next morning in full glam in a robe. In a robe. Something you're known to do. Well, yeah. Wake up in full glam in a robe. You, how many robes do you own? I own one. Do you ever wear it? Leah McSweeney robe that I never wear. <laughs> okay. I own three that I wear regularly. That's so Not sick. Leah McSweeney, but like out of the shower, hmm. what do you do? I actually like. Towel? Towel. Just towel. And then just like take it off and walk around. Okay, I do towel, then put on a robe. You have no roommates, just like... <laughs> I've got that fucking window. <laughs> to the world, true. The whole world is looking at you. No, but also it's just like so nice to like mm. sit in a robe, and then when it gets cold, when you're in your little pajama top, and you can put your robe on mm. over it, like you're um, in Peter Pan. Mm. Like you're what one of Wendy's brothers. Do you know what I'm talking about, that look? <laughs> So Do you know that look? I mean. Yeah, I know the look. I know the look. I know the look. Anyways, um, a California king bed. I, no, I don't think that's a California king. What is that, an Alaska king? I think this is like a Frankenstein king. <laughs> it was so big. I think it's actually two queens put together. Like... It's like... like There's not one true queen. There's two true queen, like queens. Like the entire cast of... Salt Lake City and the entire cast of OC could comfortably sleep together. <laughs> and then I'm about to be fresh. I should be fresh. <laughs> okay, don't be fresh. And then the portrait, the family portrait on the wall. Oh, uh, with what? the pony. It's Angie Casabanetas. The husband. Husband Sean Casabanetas. And then Electra. Electra Casabanetas. Pony Casabananas. Either Diamond or Rose from the Lisa Vanderpump Garden. R.A.P. Are they both dead? <laughs> I would just assume. Where's Hanky and Panky? R.A.P. Both? <laughs> both. Uh, okay. So, it, it was actually kind of ruined by the fact that Angie was on last week. She should have been on this week, right? On Watch What Happens? Because Sean kind of already gave the talking points that he gave Mm -hmm. in this episode a week ago. Sure. When he was on Watch Out Live. Sure. Don't you... That was a misstep. Well, they also should have had Heather Dubrow on with Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Even though I like Troy Sivan being on there as well. Yeah. But they really wanted Bowen with Angie, so they had to put Angie last (laughs) week, right? And they needed Sarah Squirm in the audience. Squirming left and right. (laughs) Okay. Wow. So that is the Casabanetas. I'm not saying their name right. I know. I didn't even try. I'm, I think I'm close, though. That's, that counts for something. Okay. So we've got Monica at home. Giving the Judice girls a run for their money. So many kids do we have? We got four gals. Okay. Much like the Judices. Yeah. Name them. These, I couldn't tell you left from right, up from down. Sure. And then the mom. Uh, does the mom? No, the mom does not live there because we are complaining about her entering the home later in this episode. Yeah. The mom. Oh, we let's jump. We can jump ahead. Let's jump ahead to. Then we have three gener- generations. We've got Monica, mom, grandma. Yeah. And grandma calls Monica Nikki. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. Well, because. It's, well, for a while, I'm like, can grandma speak? 
Well, yeah, because we're at the nursing facility. Well, we're in the car on the way to the nursing home. Also, the grandma likes a fish fillet. Second time mm. fish fillet has come up in this season. Very popular in Utah. Yes. My mom also likes a fish fillet sometimes. Oh. I think it's an Irish Catholic thing, even though they're mm. Mormon. Very Friday. Yeah. Friday vibes. It's Friday vibes. I mean, I no, I in the cursed household, we're usually having seafood on a Friday. Not a fish fillet. Not a fish fillet. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Wait, do you ever go to McDonald's? Uh, what would you order? Okay, so I don't. But okay, but 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 but, but, but I do love a McDonald's like as a rest stop moment. Yeah, and I miss, and they could be back for all I know. But they were here and they were gone and maybe they were back. Chicken selects. Uh, they're not here. I'm sorry. They're not here. People complain all the time on like TikTok about how the chicken selects aren't there. They are so artisanal. <laughs> I love a chicken select with the buffalo sauce. Sure. Oh, maron. The hot mustard's good. I would do that too. Yeah. I would do it. Uh, yeah. So I'm getting like maybe the... Like fried chicken sandwich or something. Okay. I don't even. But Anyways, let's get back I, to. The I rather room. do. I rather do Wendy's. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Spicy chicken. What What are you doing, at McDonald's? Well, I usually like McNuggets, and then like order one of like the burger options, and then put one of the McNuggets into the burger. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's good. A singular nugget. <laughs> one is sacrificed from the group yeah. to go into the burger. Yeah. Okay. And then I like sweet and sour sauce and the oh. hot mustard. No, as a kid, as a kid, I was a picky eater. And like the first sauce that I clung to was the sweet and sour sauce. Because it's sweet and yeah. sour. <laughs> um, uh, let's go back to the nursing home. Mm. Uh, so we're in the nursing home. What is this game we're playing? Match? Match the number? I guess. It's like uh, we've got the dealer calling out cards. And then if you have that card, you throw it into the bucket. Can't we just go back to bingo? <laughs> like a normal space. Okay. So and then, then Monica, Monica pulls the mom aside. And then starts yelling. <laughs> I gotta say. We said Monica was made for TV. Little did we know, mom was made for TV Ugh. as well. She's up there. <laughs> Screaming at each other. She's up there with Mama Joyce and all the other... All the greats. All Dale. the other greats. Dale. <laughs> And then the grandma comes over and that's what she starts reprimanding Nikki, Monica. And then Nikki's like, mom or grandma. I'm just repeating what mom said. So the mom, Monica, oh, vague Liam Ob vibes in a lot of ways. Better, better. No, but I mean like, just like the way she interacts with like her mom. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 I see that. I see that. I see that. Their fight over, um, like, you told me that you regret raising me in the Mormon church, and now you are telling me to raise my kids in the Mormon church, I think really fleshes out the story of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. And I actually, I meant to say this earlier, I got to give them credit for finding a Greek Orthodox cast member. Yeah. It's like... We found another ingredient for the the soup, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so interesting how ingrained this show is in religion in a way that the others just aren't. Yeah. But that's what like makes it fascinating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got Jack and Lisa getting pedicures. Once again, not at Beauty and Laser Lab. Mm-hmm. Which... Like, is this going to be brought up at the reunion? Like, can we stop going to other well, facilities? I, Jack and Lisa wouldn't go to Beauty and Laser Lab. Oh, oh yeah. They're not welcome there. <laughs> well, just, yeah. Like, he's about to go on his mission and yeah. her oh, and yeah. Heather on the outs. That's that's at the end. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> say that for the end. Okay. But Jack being like, yeah, I'm reading the Book of Mormon. And like, it's a really interesting story. And Lisa being like, oh, I actually never read that. <laughs> when he was saying that, I was like. Oh, you're reading the Andrew Randall's play? I know. I thought about the play first, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, for a decade living in New York, just like you yeah. always hear those commercials, the Book of Mormon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Lisa can't go to Temple because 
of the Diet Coke consumption. And it's like, what about the tequila company? I mean, she mentioned that too, but but it it sounded like Diet Coke was like first and foremost. Well, no, she said, because I drink too much Diet Coke and other people drink too much Mm, alcohol. But you're selling it. And I was like, you're you're the salesman. Yeah. Okay. Angie, Whitney, Lisa. Uh, The most fascinating part was the the way... Lisa was spun into a tizzy over the Angie Heather Gay makeup I scene. know. The way Lisa can get mad about something I love so it. random. It's so good. Yeah. Like, born to be housewife. And, like, I need to, like, sit with Heather and be like, hey, why aren't you, first and foremost, coming into the season and, like, chasing after Lisa? Why? Because it's smart. And, like, Heather like looks to herself as like a housewife's watcher and a savvy person. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's a savvy person, but I don't think. No, I, I don't, I don't think she is either. I said she thinks of herself okay. as one. So I do think like if Lisa's coming in as my son going on a mission is main story, it does not make sense for them to be best friends. Sure. But like, yeah, nothing makes sense in this fucking sure, show. Sure, Are sure, you sure. kidding? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, Meredith and Brooks. This was actually a funny scene all around. But I just like do not understand Brooks marks. Like put a little pep in your step. But this is how some kids are these days. And oh. he actually did put pep in his step when little, he was on those boots. When he was snowshoeing. <laughs> I can't believe people haven't like cut that video. Like frolicking snowshoeing (laughs) that was something but it was it was so weird the way that meredith is talking to him about this first relationship she's like he's fun you know but like meredith was like it was truly like an honor to watch you in a relationship it's like i broke up with him like what are you talking about (laughs) and then just like when he was putting on his shoes and she was telling mm. him that he should probably stretch more and he said something like, No, I'm being stretched, <laughs> honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Close it out. Winnie and Heather skiing and talking about Jack's mission. And like, it was kind of funny on both ends because number one, when he's like, what do you want me to do, Heather Gay? Mm-hmm. You want me to like, like, break into their house and like scream at them that like he can't go on the mission. Mm-hmm. But then it was also funny being like Heather being like, well, Whitney, like they're homophobic, they're transphobic, they're racist. And when he being like, Oh yeah. Like Whitney does need to be reminded of the fact that she actually broke away from Mormonism yeah, yeah. in a public way for reasons. And it seems like she forgets that. But on the other hand, it's also like, they're both a little right. They're both a little right, but yeah, they're both a little right. And I, I also think I've said this before. I think it's also weird for Heather to have the fixation on it on Jack in particular. Yeah. Cause it's like, he's this a child, this child. It's like kind of <laughs> leave him alone, even though you are making perfectly good points. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating. It's yeah, fascinating. It's, like everyone on this show is every single character on this show is a walking contradiction fascination abound yeah i love it okay let's wrap it up with oc two parts i think the way the future i think people i just think this is going to be the future i think bravo's purposely making everything two parts now because we got too big well i mean two parts used to be like a slur yeah like oh you only got two parts yeah that's embarrassing but who cares? I only want to watch two parts. Uh, the, like the OC reunion was so perfectly paced. Mm-hmm. It, a work of art. Yeah. And it's like, if this was a slur, if, if Bravo was trying to signal something about OC with only giving it two parts, why would it spend the most money on like the fucking budget for like the set and everything else? Yeah. I, I, I actually was surprised that like part two was not supersized. Yeah. I feel like it could have been. It could have been. Though by the end, I was like, oh, we're wrapping up perfectly great. Yeah. I mean, we were picking up with the Shannon and 
Gina thing. Mm-hmm. Which Sienna. Sienna. Tune into Patreon bonus content for more. Uh, I just don't understand, like, Shannon, like, do you see her losing here? She doesn't, obviously. Because yeah, she's, the role she's here to play is Shannon Storm's door. Which is a very funny line. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just like, we're obviously catching Shannon in a really dark place because... Things only got darker mm, from here, right? Yeah, yeah. I do think, and I think I mentioned this last week for part one, we do such a beautiful job in this reunion of like talking about the season, but also talking about what goes into the season. Yeah. Of like behind the scenes texting and conversations and Heather telling Gina and Emily you two need to like have your own identities. Yeah. And then just like, which I think is like fan fan, uh, commentary as well. Exactly. And then like Heather thinking she can confide in Emily and Gina because they They're confide gr- the in each other. Yeah yeah. 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 She thinks she's one of the girls and she's, she's not, not one of the girls, yeah. <laughs> which like that goes against them. I mean, they were identity. It's like that brings something to the show of like these two girls are the girls. Exactly. And you're not one of the girls. Yeah. I will say, I'll give it to Heather. Like just her <laughs> being able to talk her way out mm. of every Oh my God. Moment. Every single moment where you think she's down for the count no. during this reunion. No, she comes up on top. Against Shannon. Against Tamara. Tamara fucking weeping willow. <laughs> Against Emily, even. Well, Emily, Emily Emily's caught the best her. One. Emily caught her a little bit, but she still. And Heather, when Emily had her on the ropes, Heather mm-hmm. was like, "I'm going to fucking turn around and make up with Tamra." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, powerful. I but you do got to give it to Emily, and I want to say this to all the Emily haters out there: she's the most formidable. To go toe-to-toe with anyone here. Sure. I mean, uh, other than Heather. Yeah. I mean, Heather's obviously the most powerful. And Jen, of course. Well, I, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just I'm kidding. No, Jen, <laughs> I, for someone who had a lobotomy, to actually be able to get that <laughs> procedure reversed, you got to give her credit. Because, like, I never heard that you could get it reversed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can say that about a person. Oh, yeah. It's very like Bobbitt saying, size bipolar. And they're like, oh, that's not in the sense that. Um, no, Tamara said she has a lobotomy. I know, I know, I know. But you leaning into the lobotomy. Wow. No, you, you, you talked about lobotomy all week this week. I'm going to call. You talked about me talking about text messages. You were text messaging everyone about lobotomies. Not about Jen. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, so Weeping Willow, Tara. Oh, we, and then also like yelling at Andy. Which... I don't know where we're going. With I think this. She, I think um, a few people can, are allowed to, and she's allowed. Yeah, people were trying to compare it to like uh, Carol, and I don't think she's gonna. No. I don't think Tamara's going anywhere, even after the because at the end of the episode was like <laughs> Andy praising her, <laughs> but also like I, I mean are, I don't know if we're done or not, but like Tamara being like Andy, I'm just so happy we have like a core group of girls. Also her being like, you know, Andy, like next season, I, I want to say to Jen, like, I am not going to question your relationship. I support you. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to be happy. It's like, what's he to do? Like, we got to now do this, right? I know. (laughs) No. And like, everyone was giving speeches like that at the end. It was like, Heather gave a speech that was like talking about how like great this group of girls was. Emily was like, at the end of the day, I love this group of girls at the end. I was like, oh, it's speech hour. But even, okay, so Andy with Matt Rogers was talking about post-reunion, like going out together and getting dinner, getting drinks, Mm -hmm. and Andy being like, I love that. Matt being like, I love that. And Andy saying, yeah, the OC girls, they all went out together. They didn't. They did. 
I thought only oh. Heather, Tamara, and Taylor went out, oh, and I, I thought wonder. Shannon went out separately. I or wonder. are we not getting all the photos? Maybe we're not getting all. Maybe that was also like not a group photo, just like a little. Sure, but then Tamara posted something mm. today that was her and Heather like walking down to the restaurant arm in arm. Did you see this? No. It was like a video that it was like them fighting in the finale episode and then like them like walking to the restaurant, <laughs> literally like <laughs> hugging and kissing. What? What a great friggin' season. I know. It's... <sighs> I think the most important parts of OC are Tamara and Heather. And Shannon and, I would and say, Emily and Gina and Jen. I mean, I would all of s- us together, always. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think is going to happen next year? I I would say let's obviously keep these six. I don't know that that um, Taylor needs to be promoted. I think she could be a friend again. You just keep her on the deck. I would say either that one friend who who dipped our toe should be actual friend. Acting coach. Acting coach. Or I would say Alexis Bellino. Mm-hmm. Maine. I don't even want friend. I want Maine if Alexis is coming back. I mean, the fact that her name was invoked. Invoked. Yes. And left, left not on the cutting room floor, but in an episode. But it was invoked in the way that was like... <sighs> I say that because I know they'll never bring her back. Which, it's almost like, that's like when you're like, like pulling like the pigtails on the the playground. Like, you're bluffing. You're you're like, I hate you because I love you. Yeah, but or more, it's more of a bluff from Heather being like, mm. prove me wrong, bitch. Mm. You know, good. Prove and us then wrong. what I think is going to happen, mm. my little prediction is. Obviously, Heather and Tamara are going to remain allied going into the next season. And I think it's going to remain for the entire season because I think Tamara is going to think that's important to her. Mm -mm. So she's not going to rock the boat with Heather. I think what will happen is that everyone's going to rally around Shannon for the beginning of the season for obvious reasons. And then midway, and I said this before, Tamara's going to turn against Shannon in some sort of way Mm. and start stirring shit. Okay. And I'm going to go even like bigger picture. I would imagine cameras up in OC before the end of the month. Wow. Because it sounds like Atlanta's still a shit show. We don't have a cast. Mm -hmm. New York, we've got work to do. And would love to see. That's it, really. Yeah, would love to see Heather Dubrow decorate for the holidays. Because if you've watched her multi part YouTube series on her old home, mm. you know that she really brings it out for the holidays. Uh, okay. Okay. Great. Do you want to go to the freak of the week in the one true queen? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Freak of the week. I think it's kind of an obvious one this week. Mary Cosby was mm. on watch Robbins live next to Z way. Yeah. And everyone was looking forward to it, thinking it was going to be like this really iconic episode Yeah, and being like, Oh my God, this is going to be the best episode of television ever. And I was even looking forward to it in that way as well. Mm. What we got, to me, in my opinion, yeah. was more uncomfortable than iconic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, the worst moment was obviously, like, the fat shaming Heather Gay, yeah. I would say, of the whole episode. Uh, but Mary also flopped in the after show when she was asked to re-give the speech mm-hmm. of the grapes and the Dom Perignon yeah. 2003. Yeah, the official, I think, <laughs> did make me laugh, but that was more of a Z-Way. Yeah, I mean, like, Z-Way was a good sport, and I think Andy made a really good point during the show about how Z-Way's usually, like, on the offensive, yes. and she was very on yeah. the defensive in this conversation. I mean, Z-Way was a consummate professional yeah. in terms of, like, dealing with what she is giving. Yeah. Given. I, I think she expected... I think she probably expected Mary to be a little more fun, which yeah. is why she did the fish flay gag and yeah, like yeah. all of that. But it's like, oh, I mean, Z-Way did get a book order out of this home 
while we were watching that episode. Yeah, and one for me too. So mission accomplished, I yeah. would say, for ZY. Not exactly. for not for Mary. <laughs> um Well wait. Will Mary come to reunion? I think she will. Especially after coming to watch Rabbins. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be there, but I think it'll be I think she'll be two segments. More than Taylor. I think. Wow. Okay. Want to do the one true queen? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this is another, to bring Matt Rogers up again. Oh my God, twice in one segment. So Bryn uh, Whitfield posted a really cute set of photos of her and Jessel mm. um, on her Instagram. Yeah. And uh, Matt Rogers commented, are you looking for a third? <laughs> and... Fucking queen of queen. the week, Jessel commented back, I don't think so, honey. <laughs> A nod to the Las Culturistas, I don't think so, honey, segment at the end of the podcast every week. Yes. And of course, Matt took it in good stride mm-hmm. and said, oh, I cannot believe I've been dragged by Jessel, but I love it. I, I did appreciate that Matt acknowledged Jessel as queen of the show while sitting next to Uba <laughs> this past <laughs> exactly. week, right? Exactly, yeah. Like, I mean, not that he was, like, dragging Uba or anything, but, like, Jessel is queen. Yeah, and we've obviously got our dream team, Jessel, Bryn, Uba, Jenna. Mm. Yeah. Although, I'm curious, because how the reunion's going to play out. I know. I also noticed, I think Bryn's a really savvy person, which is why she's like posting a lot of photos of Jessel because she knows she knows she's fan favorite. With the queen, yes. Round of applause for fan favorite. Exactly. Wow. What a week. What a week. What a week. Oh, what a night. Uh, as usual. Oh, wait, well, first of all, if you have not tuned into Hot Takes and Deep Dives, like we mentioned, top of episode, run and do not walk, it is a super, super, super size Come Through Queen Patreon pre-show i would say exactly and speaking of that go to comethroughqueen.com for links to the patreon we've got our pre-show we've also got a bonus episode name her children can't brendan Brendan name the children i can't i can't (laughs) no he named stay tuned for for kim richards you'll be surprised (laughs) (laughs) and uh just like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us please retweet next week bye Come through, Queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.